G'day mate, 40 here. So something I loved about living in Pico Robertson is there's a hundred Orthodox shuls within, within walking distance, within a mile of the intersection of Pico and Robertson. There's about a hundred Orthodox shuls. And so on a Shabbos, <laughs> or on a Jewish holiday, on a Yom Tov, I can walk around in the course of walking a mile, I can say good Shabbos to a hundred different Yidden. I mean, how Hamish is that? How warm and friendly is that? You just walk down the street, it's like, good shovels, good shovels, good yontif, my sameach. And uh, it's like, it's mateship. It's like Australian mateship. You're, you got a bond. And now, the secular Aussie version of that is that I can walk a mile along the beach here. And in the course of a mile, <coughs> I can say a hundred g'day mate. G'day mate. <coughs> How's it going mate? It's uh... Oh, I didn't bring many spare socks. <coughs> but I did bring lots of Ricola. So I got <coughs> about 200 sugar-free lemon Ricola. And they're kosher. Oh, you don't want to be without Ricola when you're live streaming. But you walk around in the Orthodox Jewish neighborhood and you're just constantly getting recharged from your connections with other people. <coughs> Get I make the chambers, the mayor. And uh, it's very similar here. Just like, Get I mate. And then that can lead to a combo. You can have a good old chin wag. You can start talking to perfect strangers. And uh, you, you usually, you won't usually end up getting drugged and raped. So, every good day, mate, and you get a little surge of energy. So, every good day, mate, and uh, you can walk farther. On a Shabbos or a Yontif, Jewish holiday, you can walk farther and faster and longer and better and easier because you're just constantly getting recharged from seeing your fellow Yidden and exchanging energy with them. So that's why it's important to have a cohesive, coherent society. The more you have in common with your fellow citizens, your fellow members of your community, the better. Because when you're on the same wavelength and you're attuned to each other, that's a never-ending source of energy. Like if you ever lived with community, like lived in harmony with the people around you, it's a tremendous source of energy. Like have you gone to work and you just drag yourself through the day? You're just dragging yourself through the day, probably not very connected to people at work. But you can do the exact same type of work and be energized if you have a sense of connection to the people that you're working with. And so when you live around people who are really different from you and you don't share much in common, so you're not attuned to each other, there's no exchange of energy. You go through your day, go through your week. But when you live in community, whether it's secular Aussie community or Orthodox Jewish community, whatever the community is, 
you're connected, then it's a never-ending source of recharge, emotional energy. Right? When you perform rituals together, when you're attuned to each other, when you're on the same page with each other, you get energy from each other, and out of that energy and connection comes an ethic, right? There's no connection without an ethic. So mateship comes with an ethic, an ethic of fairness, right? You look after each other. So, coastal walkway is down here, <coughs> right? So, the Australian political ethic of mateship and a fair go, that comes from the connection between Aussies, right? Probably less likely to get shot going on someone's private property in Australia than anywhere else. Like you're thirsty, yeah, you, you can use some stranger's hose, have a drink. Right? Yeah, someone's on your private property in Australia, and it's a mate. Even though you don't know them, it's very likely a mate. Right, so you're attuned to each other, you're on the same page with each other, you have the same ethic as each other. You have an egalitarian ethos. And so you're constantly recharging each other's batteries, constantly exchanging and amplifying each other's emotional energy. So you feel good when you're connected, you feel strong. And when you bond with other people, you develop a sense of obligation to them and them to you, which is an expression of an ethic. Like there's always a moral upshot from human connection, right? There's no human connection without a moral upshot. Could be your basketball club, your cricket club, your stamp club, your nature club, your right-wing club, your communist club. There's always an ethic that comes out of human connection. So, just feels like human connection so free and easy here in Sydney. Particularly the eastern suburbs. And then out of that comes a communitarian ethos that you want to make things fair and you want everyone to have a fair go. Also, you have lavish public facilities. And you have a public transport system so people don't need a car to get around. So, some people, right, they get their ethics from the Torah, other people from the Bible, other people from the New York Times, or from their parents or their family. And I've certainly experienced much of that. But uh, the most powerful ethic, the most powerful morality comes from your human connection. So when you convert to Judaism, for example, not primarily an intellectual ascent, a certain dogma. In fact, I've never had a rabbi ask me how I believe about God. Never. Never had a rabbi particularly interested in what I think about God. To successfully convert to Judaism, you have to find your place in the community. That's human connection. That's the essence of your conversion to Judaism. Do you connect with, with other Jews? So once you bond with other Jews, then that's going to form the practical framework for your morality. 
right? You're gonna get your cues from the people that you're closest to emotionally. That's why it matters who a politician's having sex with, right? Because if you're exchanging that kind of intense emotional energy with someone else and getting replenished and fired up through sexual exchanges, then that is gonna have a profound effect on your morals, on your outlook. So the Premier of New South Wales, Gladys Bjorkian, she had to resign because she was having sex with someone, some disgraced member of her political party, and there were questions raised whether that influenced her, her decision-making with awarding certain contracts. So it's absolutely legitimate to pay attention and consider and analyze who a politician is having sex with. It's who someone's having sex with, your neighbor, your friend. That's going to have a profound effect on their ethic, on their ethos, on their moral outlook. Right? The people that we are most closely bonded to, they are going to have the biggest impact on our morality. Our morality is largely based practically on who we're connected with, and how strongly we're connected with people. So, the American way of life is very individualist. And so you have a lot of connections based on common interests or on uh, a shared profession or a shared hobby. It's you know, very much be where you can be. You know, individualist, you, you go for it. You know, transcend your limitations. Don't let anyone hold you back. The uh, English, Irish, Australian, Japanese, Chinese, most every other ethic is much more communitarian. The Orthodox Jewish ethic is much more communitarian. It's like the uh, rain has stopped for a, for a while. So for normal people, they get their ethics from their community.